Thank you so much, Deacons. It's been so long since they've done that. Some of you were looking at them and saying, is he a deacon? But thank you so much. It's good for your exposure before the congregation. It's good for our worship. They will understand that giving, giving to the Lord and to his ministries is a part of the Christian life. And it's commanded in his word. And I want to thank you for your faithfulness and all that you give and all that you do in service. It has been a wonderful week in Vacation Bible School. I mentioned that earlier, but it has been phenomenal, actually. Not one child had to be corrected severely. <laughs> I'm sure there were corrections that went along. Not one youth was a problem. They did their work. They participated. They took leadership roles. I could not be more proud of our students than I am for what they did this week. And I'm telling you, Hats off to them. They are wonderful kids. I know Stephanie said some of those things, but I wanted you to hear it from my mouth that the pastor really took notice, and I love them and thank God for them. Directing your attention to the Word of God for just a few minutes this morning. Jesus said in the 19th chapter of the gospel as recorded to Matthew in verses 13 through 15, it says, Then the little children were brought to him that he might put his hands on them and pray, but the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them. For of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed from there. Jesus is taking a moment to say something more than what he demonstrated back in the 18th chapter of Matthew. And in the 18th chapter of Matthew, this is what we learn about what Jesus did. At that time, it says the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is in the kingdom of greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as a little child, child you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven therefore whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me all you workers in bible school staff members, vacation Bible school director, teachers. When you took in the little children this week, when you loved on them and cared for them, when you sat as though they were the only person in the world sitting before you as you explained the truth of the Word of God, 
You've never been more like what Jesus wants you to be. When you love a little child, when you care for children, and a church that loves children and cares for children, according to Jesus, they're the greatest in the kingdom of God. I'm thankful to be a part of a church that believes in children's ministry. I'm thankful for to be a part of a church that extends that into preschool ministry and into youth ministry, student ministry. A church that believes that, a church that supports that. Through their tithes and offerings, I support paying the staff members that they can be a part of the staff and minister in those ways. And when there's a need with any of the students, you're always willing to give extra so that they can attend the, the different conferences and exercise the privilege of going on the different trips and Bible study times so that all of them can go. I commend you as a congregation that you're always willing, you're always caring, and you want to make sure that this church has the best children and youth ministry anywhere around. And I'm going to tell you, I really believe we do. I really believe we do, and I'm very thankful for that. Amen. But I want to say just uh, three things this morning concerning this passage. The scripture often compares our relationship to God as being a child of God, that he being our father and we are his children, even in the salvation experience and also in the walk of the everyday life of the Christian 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 20, the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth says, Brethren, do not be children in understanding. However, in malice be babies, but in understanding be mature. And then Peter speaking along those lines in his first epistle in chapter 2 and verse 2, he says, As newborn babes, Desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You see, being like a child in your relationship to the Heavenly Father has nothing to do with childishness. Childishness does not go very far in the adult life. It doesn't go very far in the youth life. Someone who's always acting childish really turns off other people and they really don't want to be around them very much and god's not telling us to be childish we we can be childish enough without him telling us to can't we we can get our feelings hurt over almost nothing we can get we can get all been out of shape over something that really doesn't mount to a hill of beans as my dad used to say we can get all upset about things acting childish I guess the most childish thing I've ever seen from an adult in a church is to get their feelings hurt because their name was left out of the bulletin or to get their feelings hurt because somebody didn't recognize something they thought was honorable and should have been recognized in public worship. 
That's childishness. But being a child of God is to revere the Father, to honor him in all things, to love him, and to be obedient to his word, his will, his wishes, his commands in our lives is what it means to be a child of God, a faithful child of God. Paul refers to childishness in his first letter to the church church at Corinth, in chapter 13 and verse 11, when he says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. What is expected of teenagers? Well, they're still teenagers, I understand that. But maturity, to make mature decisions, to make godly decisions, to take the right stands when nobody else is doing it. That's what's required of a child of God who is a youth. What is required of an adult as a child of God? The very same things. To take stands, to be bold about the gospel, to be open about your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, to live a life that reflects his mercy in your life and his salvation power in your life and giving him the glory of every accomplishment that you, that you make in life. That's what it is to be a child of God, but it has nothing to do with childlessness. We saw 11 of these precious boys and girls, and at least one of them was a youth that came to faith in Christ this week. You're talking about a precious time. That is probably, no, it's not probably, it is the highlight of my year. To be able on Thursday morning, after acting crazy as, as Indiana Brother Rick or Buzz Lightyear or whatever, is to come back in here dressed like a normal person and to stand down on the floor level with these boys and girls and share with them the truth of the gospel. And just to share it in a very serious, biblical, but yet an understanding way, an understandable language, that they can know Christ and come to faith in him. And what a joy when you get to the end of talking to them about salvation and what Jesus has done for them. They've been studying all week long, and just the, the, the day before, they had studied about his death on the cross and his resurrection. And what a wonderful time to be able to share the truth that he did all of that to them and for them, I should say, and to see without any pressure without any pressure, without saying, if you don't do this, you're going to go to hell and split it wide open. None of that kind of thing was said. It was all in love and in the grace of God and asking him to bless and said, how many of you with your heads bowed and eyes closed would like to pray this prayer? And I led them through the sinner's prayer. Then I said, if you prayed that prayer, would you just raise your hand? No coercion, no pressure. Would you just raise your hand? If you have your hand raised, would you please stand? They stood. Can I tell you a wonderful story about that? 
Is Jesse here today? Where's Jesse? Jesse. It was you, wasn't it, Jesse? Yeah, making sure. She's sitting there, and I'm sharing the gospel. She's listening intently. Before they got out of the car, I'm going to tell on Ashley big time, okay? She's not here. But before they got out of the car, she explained to her girls, now all of you have prayed to receive Christ. Brother Rich is going to be sharing the gospel today. If you're already saved, you know Jesus, there is no reason for you to go forward today or to stand. Y'all understand that? Yes, ma'am. When I said, if you just prayed that prayer, would you raise your hand? Guess who the first hand was that went up? Jesse. Guess who was the first one to stand to her feet when I asked them to stand? Stand up, Jesse. Stand up. She don't want to. You don't want to. Boy, it's not the time. It's not an example, is it? Her mother decided she was going to counsel with her daughter. So she came over when it was time for the counselors to take their children. And before she ever got to the seat, Jesse said, Mama, I know I'm already a Christian. I'm saved. I was afraid some of the other children would be too scared to stand. And I just wanted to lead the way. Are you that concerned? Is your heart that concerned for others in your life? That you're willing to take a stand for Jesus? Regardless if anybody else does it or not, so that maybe by your stand, some other life may be influenced and impacted. You come to Jesus as a child in humility. No pride, just humility. Jesus said, except you come as a child, you will by no means inherit the kingdom of God. And so we understand it is a childlike faith. It is a, it is a simple faith. Not that we can give more money, not that we can do more work, not that we can impress more people, not that we can get elected to some leadership role in the church. It is a childlike faith, a simple act of humility. I have nothing to merit this. I simply trust in what Jesus has done for me. How can a sinner stand in the presence of a holy God? You see, no one can ever be saved until, first of all, they realize that they need Jesus. They realize that they need forgiveness. Salvation is an humbling experience. Humble oneself. Not recognize me, but humble oneself. God, I need you. That's how a child comes. But not only does a child respond in humility, but a child responds in total trust 
Jesus said it. The Word of God has taught it. I believe it, and I come in a total trust that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, that he was buried, that he rose again, that he lives today. And he says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe that, and I just accept that with a complete trust in what Jesus has said and what he'll do for me. There's so many adults that you try to talk to them about Jesus and they have all this other conversation they want to go into and all this stuff they want to talk about. And it doesn't amount to a hill of beans. It's just life. In order for a person to know God, in order for a person to have eternal life and forgiveness and to go to heaven one day, they must respond in a total trust that when Jesus says, whosoever will believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life, it is a trust that says, yes, God, I believe that. I do what you say. I trust you. I believe on you. I give you my life. It is a simple trust a simple humility a simple trust and a simple obedience we spend all of our children's home life trying to teach them to be obedient you know you do. I told you to take out the trash when you got home. You didn't take out the trash, so therefore you're grounded for two days. But mama, you're going to learn to mind me. You see, the Christian faith is grounded as a child would be obedient to what he's told to do or she's told to do. It is grounded in obedience, following Christ. He is Lord. He is Lord of all. And he is to be honored as Lord. It's not a matter of bargaining. Lord, I'll do it if you'll heal me. Lord, I'll do it if you'll do this. No bargaining with God. It is a simple obedience you see you can't say the phrase no lord you can't say no and lord in the same phrase if you say no then he's not lord and if you say lord the answer will never be no and jesus calls you with a simple faith, with a simple trust, to a simple, simple obedience to walk with him every day. That's what these boys and girls that were saved this week have learned and what they desire to do. Oh, I would, God, that that would translate into everyday life. For adults, simply trusting, simply obeying, walking with Jesus. Jesus did say this phrase, a child shall lead them. 
I wonder if there's not a young adult, middle-aged adult, senior adult here this morning that isn't prepared for eternity. I wonder if there's someone here this morning that has heard this testimony of these children and what they've done and what they've learned this week, and you realize you've offered God every excuse under heaven as to why you're not serving him, why you're not walking with him, why you're not trusting him, why, why you're not doing what he says for us to do. And this may be the best opportunity for you in a service like this to say to the Lord, Lord, I've been wrong. I've been disobedient. I haven't walked a walk of trust and faith. I haven't been where you want me to be. And I haven't done what you want me to do. It may, have, may start with you that you've never come to faith in Jesus. You've never done as a little child and come by faith to Jesus and totally trusted him with your future, with your eternity. Have God speaking to your heart? I don't know that. But why don't we let the children lead us today? to walk as he would have us to walk, to live like he would have us to live. Jesus waits for you. He wants to be the Lord of your life. He wants to give you peace and joy. He wants to give you security. He wants to live in your life. I'd be glad to pray with anyone who would like for me to. If you want to come and talk to me about these things, I'll be standing right here. But if you just need to do business with God alone, I invite you to go to the altar. Let him have his way this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time of worship. Thank you for this wonderful week and for these precious children, and especially those 11 who gave their hearts to Jesus. Lord, may they be the little child that leads us. May we follow their example in a childlike faith and trust to follow after you. Have your way right now. In Jesus' name, amen.